what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so not a full slate of games on monday you know coming off a weekend but we had a few games we'll just kind of jump into some of the highlights the braves are are playing good baseball obviously they're the National League leading team. They continue their strong stretch here. And they were playing against the Twins, the team that's top in the AL Central. And they have Spencer Strider on the mound. They had Spencer Strider on the mound. Ten strikeouts for Strider. Then Ozuna and Acuna homered in this game to back Spencer Strider with his ten punchouts on the mound. I mean, with the month winding to a close... The AL Central leading Twins became the latest challenger to take a swing at the Braves, and they met they met a similar fate as most teams have. You know, just Strider shoving it down their throat, homers from you know the middle of the order, defense making some nifty plays, and it all ended up with a 4-1 Braves win to open up the three-game set. This was Atlanta's third straight win, but they're 11th in their past 12 games and 18th and 22 this month. So. They stretched their lead in the NL East to six and a half games over the second place Marlins, who actually had a day off. But nobody in the National League is playing better baseball. And frankly, it's looking more and more like nobody in the National League is better than the Braves, period. And they're coming off a grueling series win in Cincinnati, in which every game was close and draining, of course. You know, we saw that. That was the series of the weekend. But they looked fresh on Monday. Strider worked quickly and effectively. The lineup looked good. And they took good at-bats. So it was a smooth Braves win, but they did a bit of everything. And, uh, yeah. You know who's actually having a, <laughs> a good season? You don't don't laugh, but Marcel Ozuna. Marcel Ozuna is having a very good season. And, you know, that was his 16th home run of the year. You know, he had a rough year last year. You know, he had some off-the-field issues. But, yeah, I mean, look at his numbers now. He's... Hitting 245, but he has 16 homers and an 824 OPS. I mean, that's going to keep you in the middle of the lineup. That is very, very good for Marcelo Zuna. So a nice season for him after an abysmal last two seasons, honestly, in Atlanta. I'm surprised they stuck with him. You know, last year he played 124 games, had those off-the-field issues, but he came back this year. I thought they were going to cut him or trade him, but he's DHing, he's hitting really well this season. So that's a bit of a sleeper right now. Shohei Otani was at the center of it all in Anaheim. So he hit the major league leading 26th home run, or his 26th home run, which is the major league leading number. And on a night when Mike Trout was 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, he actually still ended up scoring the game-winning run, Trout himself, on a wild pitch in the bottom of the ninth for a 2-1 walk-off victory over the White Sox. That's how the Angels ended up winning this game, 2-1 on a wild pitch from Aaron Bummer there for the White Sox. So the Angels actually play 16 home games over the next four weeks with road series against the Dodgers and Padres, and then you throw in the All-Star break. So honestly, it's they're, they're going to be enjoying a lot of good weather, that California weather for the next month, a lot of home games, and then they're just staying on the West Coast, going you know across town to L.A., you know, down, down the highway to San Diego. So a lot of nice weather. Great time on the calendar for Angels fans, especially if you're if you're local and get to go out there and see the team with some good weather. But like I said, Otani hit his 26th home run of the year. You know, this was a pitcher's duel. Uh, it was Reed Detmers versus Dylan Cease. 
Detmers now has a 1.05 ERA and 34 strikeouts over his past four starts. Who knew that? Well, that's because he had a 5.15 ERA in his first 10 starts. So, you know, he's really turned around. And then you had Dylan Cease, who gave up one run on five hits over six plus innings for the White Sox. But ended up being a walk-off wild pitch to send the Angels home. Happy in this one. Jordan Westberg made his Major League debut for the Orioles. So he is one of the O's top prospects, the number three prospect in Baltimore. He's the number 34 in all of baseball. So keep an eye on that name. He's a shortstop. He's 24 years old. So, you know, shout out to him. He was already getting some getting some love. He was playing second base in his big league debut. But he is, you know, he was a sandwich pick, the 30th overall pick in 2020 out of Mississippi State. So making his big league debut, he goes one for four with an RBI and a walk in his big league debut. So keep an eye on that name. But the Orioles, Orioles uh, are excited because, you know, they got a 10-3 win over Cincinnati. But, you know, this is a team that has playoff ambitions this year. They're serious. You know, they sent down Grayson Rodriguez. They're not just calling up prospects for the sake of doing it. They had one of the top prospects in baseball this year. He didn't perform. They sent him down. So... You know, they're calling these guys up because they believe these guys will help them win games. So those are the highlights, you know, from the games. Let's talk a little bit about the All-Star break that's coming up. So the Futures game rosters have been announced, and it's loaded. It's completely loaded. So the Futures game is, you know, where we see the top prospects. And I think this Futures game is is more marquee than what or this one and last year's too um, are more marquee than what we've seen in in previous years because we now know that service time manipulation is no longer a thing. Teams are actually incentivized to promote their top prospects. So it's not like we're going to have to wait a long time for seeing these guys in the major leagues. I mean, these guys are a year away from the big leagues in some cases, or some of these guys might see the big leagues this year. In most cases, honestly, these guys who are like top 10, you're going to see them in the big leagues either this year or next year, like not any anytime after. So they're just around the corner. So, I mean, it starts with the number one prospect in all of baseball, who was actually the number one pick in last year's draft, Jackson Holiday of the Orioles. He's going to be in this game. Then you have five more members of the top 10 in baseball. That's Brewers outfielder Jackson Churio, Red Sox shortstop Marcelo Meyer, Nationals outfielder James Wood, D-back shortstop Jordan Lawler, and Cubs outfielder Pete Crow Armstrong. All these guys are going to be in this game. So it will be a talent-filled event out there in Seattle. So, yeah, I mean, loaded, loaded roster. A lot of top 100s, a lot of top 100s. So tune in for that Saturday, July 8th, 4 p.m. Pacific at Seattle's T-Mobile Park. It's going to be a good one. National League versus American League format. And we'll see how that goes. But that's the announcement for now. Of course, we still have to wait for the full all-star voting for the major league side. And then, of course, home run derby. Right now, we only know we have Jose Rod- uh, yeah, uh, Jose Rodriguez. I almost forgot his name wrong. Not Joe Ram. But J. Rod, <laughs> Jose Rodriguez for Seattle, of course, the hometown guy is going to return to the Derby next year. So we'll see how that goes. But that's the update for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.